Welcome to the Stay Magnetic Podcast, where we have real conversations about self-love, manifestation, regulating your nervous system, mindset, you know, all of the things that you need to be the most magnetic version of yourself. I'm your host, Zoe Magnetic, self-love and manifestation coach and registered psychotherapist, ready to help you become magnetic and stay magnetic. Keep listening to do just that. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Stay Magnetic podcast. Today, I want to talk about something that I think everyone has either struggled with at one point, or maybe you're currently struggling with it. And that is perfectionism. I know I used to be completely enmeshed with perfectionism. Not only was I super enmeshed in it, but I actually viewed it as a positive thing, as something that was, you know, a defining character trait. I've been on job interviews saying, oh, I'm a perfectionist and here's why it's a good thing, which is kind of hilarious to think about and reflect on now. Um, But I for sure have said that in an interview setting before. And I'm incredibly happy to report now that my stance on perfectionism has completely changed in that I not only have let go of this belief that it is a good thing, but it is something that does not benefit me whatsoever. So the truth about perfectionism is that it's a total lie. It's an entire bold-faced lie. Let's think about that. It's arguably impossible to create perfection. And there are very few things that are even technically perfect as far as the true definition of perfectionism goes. Yet here we are setting perfection as our standard. I mean, Tell me how to set yourself up for failure as quickly as possible without telling me you're setting yourself up for failure as quickly as possible. Set perfection as your goalpost, so to say, and you might be headed for quote unquote failure. I'm going to do another episode on failure because that's another, dare I say, bold faced lie. Anyways, now that we've established that perfectionism is not true nor possible, let's talk about how we start to distance ourselves from perfectionism. The first thing we're going to do with that is exactly what we've just done. Have a conversation with ourselves or with others about perfectionism in a way that shifts our current perception of it. If right now aiming for perfection is the thing that that you currently do, we might start by offering an alternative perspective, which would be that if perfectionism is in a way self-sabotage, then maybe I can aim for effort instead of perfectionism. Also on the note of self-sabotage, I will quickly point out that perfectionism is entirely a form of self-sabotage because if we start to tell ourselves that we can't do something unless it's perfect, then by default, we might just justify not doing the thing because it's not possible to do it anyways, or it's impossible to do it perfectly. So instead, we might self-sabotage by not doing it at all. Something to think about. Anyways, back to what we were talking about. We've established that the first step in letting go of perfectionism is changing our perception of it. Where do we go from there? For me, the easiest next step is to use an example of perfectionism that we've most likely all engaged in, which is all or nothing thinking or black and white thinking. This might look like 
I either work out for an hour or it doesn't count as a workout. Or if I eat one unhealthy snack, then all of the healthy eating I've done doesn't count. Or I can't start this project until I have everything figured out for it to go smoothly. So I'm so, and if I don't have it all figured out, then I won't start it. Two things wrong with that last one. You actually figure things out by doing and then seeing how it works out. And it's impossible to know for a fact that something is going to work out or go smoothly. It's another thing to think about. Anyways, those are a few examples of what all or nothing thinking might look like. So how do we use all or nothing thinking to start to shift our perfectionism tendencies? Something I do with my clients is introduce a new perspective of everything falling on a spectrum. So if the all in all or nothing thinking is 100 and the nothing in all or nothing thinking is a zero on the spectrum, let's start to consider what a 75 would look like, what a 30 would look like, what a 50 would look like, et cetera, et cetera. Let's use one of the previously mentioned examples. I either work out for an hour or it doesn't count. We're working out for an hour is 100 and it doesn't count as a zero. What would a 50 look like? Maybe that's working out for 30 minutes instead of an hour, if that's all you have time for. Or maybe it's going for a 10 minute walk. The point here is to explore the other options that you have available to you and to consider accessing those other options instead of self-sabotaging and not doing it at all. This leads me to my next perspective shift, which is all about capacity. Let's think about our true capacity for a moment, and let's also consider what may be obvious to some, but if we don't take the time to actually consider it, we might forget it, which is we are human beings. We are not machines. We're not robots. We're humans. Being human by default entitles us to not being perfect, and yet here we are engaging in perfectionism and all or nothing thinking. That's another thing to get curious about. Why do we do that? When we consider our capacity, we have the ability to ask ourselves, what is my capacity at today? This also allows us to realize that our capacity actually changes from day to day. Some days we have full capacity or at 100%. Some days we're at 50% capacity. Some days our capacity is non-existent or super low. The important thing here is to be mindful that we have a capacity and that it does change from day to day, depending on what we're going through, how regulated we are, our stress levels, etc. So if it's true that our capacity changes from day to day, and when we consider what that capacity is, Say we are experiencing a day where we are at 50% capacity. If we give as much as we are able to give on that 50% capacity day, then technically we've still given 100% for that capacity. Recognizing this is an act of defiance against all or nothing thinking, and by default, an act of defiance against perfectionism gives us a way out of perfectionism. It gives us a way forward. It gives us an alternative to the all in the all or nothing thinking. There is so much I could say on this topic. And I think it's an important conversation that we need to have. I'll share a little bit about how letting go of perfectionism has changed my life. This is something that I really struggled with. This is something that I think a lot of people struggle with. And the interesting thing is that letting go of perfectionism has actually allowed my life to not only become much easier, like my day-to-day feels a lot easier now that I've removed this pressure, this invisible pressure of needing everything to be perfect from everything that I do essentially, but 
I've actually become much more productive because instead of setting the goalpost or the finish line as I can't do it until it's perfect or I need to have everything figured out before I even start something, now I just do it and I trust myself to either figure it out or that it'll be done the way that it needs to be done or the way that it will ultimately be done without perfectionism looming over me. This has created, you know, an environment where I'm not led by urgency or needing to know how everything works out, but I'm led by done is better than perfect. Think about that for a second. We're here focusing on making things perfect, something that's arguably impossible to begin with, instead of focusing on, well, no, I just need to finish this. It doesn't need to be perfect. It just needs to be done. Once we actually do something, we can reflect on how we could have either done it better or maybe it doesn't even need to be done better because it's done. And as I said earlier, done is better than perfect. You know, all these other possibilities become available to us once we start to act um, with effort instead of with perfectionism. Yeah, so that's kind of what I have for our episode today. For the sake of having these episodes be as concise as possible, I'll keep it at this for now, but I'm going to invite you to consider how perfectionism and all or nothing thinking is currently existing in your life. And further than that, how does perfectionism and all or nothing thinking keep you stagnant? How might it be preventing you from moving forward? How might it be showing up as self-sabotage in your life? These are reflection questions that you can consider. From there, you can even ask yourself, do I have the space or capacity to view this differently? I'll give you a little spoiler alert. You probably do. You probably can view it differently. You can question if perfectionism is actually serving you. And I suspect that it might not be serving you, but that's something that you can figure out when you're reflecting with yourself. It is important for there to be some autonomy when we do this reflection, right? It is important that this is the re- this is reflection that you're willing to do and that you want to do. From here, you can take some time to experiment with what it might actually look like to let go of all or nothing thinking and, and start embracing acting on what your capacity is at at any given moment or day. As always, I love hearing about your takeaways from these episodes. So if something I said resonated with you or if you know you're in if you're willing to um, question your perfectionism or how all or nothing thinking shows up in your life, definitely send me a message or a DM on Instagram with your aha moments. I love hearing about how these episodes are resonating with you. And I will wrap it up here and see you all in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Stay Magnetic Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I really encourage you to share it with someone who you think would benefit from hearing it and to leave a review below on whichever platform you prefer to listen to your podcasts. That would mean so much to me and I will see you in the next episode.